Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. When I was a little girl, I was told at the beach, if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a connection there. You live in the midst of deception. In their deceit, they refuse to acknowledge me, declares the Lord. We're on the cusp of passing the most important step we can pass to take Cong- help Congress to help us lower inflation. The Inflation Reduction Act. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America... Here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Allen's Artisan Soaps, Allen Soaps, A-L-A-N-S Soaps.com slash Todd, a prototype of a company built around Love Thy Neighbor, as thyself. Also the biblical proclamation that we're to care for our own. It's allensoaps.com slash Todd. You know, I remember as a young kid, uh, we used to go to a place called Senior Froggies. It had this uh, this frog in one of those uh, Mexican hats and the frog was always sleepy. <laughs> Just, you know, couldn't rouse himself before noon leaning up against uh, one of the taco shacks and and the frog um, the frog smoked too uh, at senior froggies as I recall I had a cigarette habit but they had these uh, I don't think they called them Mexi fries but it was like uh, Mexi Tates something like that it was off brand and they had the Mexi Tates and they had these uh, what they call them uh, froggy crustos something like that it was these Mexican chips. Uh, but they put cinnamon and sugar on them, and then you dip them in Mexican honey from the Mexicans. And that always just gave me a great deal of emotional and and deep connection to the Mexican people. It's very similar to me to Aunt Jemima pancakes and syrup. Uh, I've always felt deeply connected to the Blacks. This, what Nancy Pelosi said. When I was a little girl, I was told at the beach, if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a connection there. (laughs) If Donald Trump had said that, can you imagine the fact checkers? Trump claims without evidence, one can dig your way, dig dig through the earth to get to China. Fact checkers, no, you cannot dig through the the earth to get to China. Vox, the racism of digging through the planet to get to China. Pelosi's part of the deception as well. And truly, those two quotes that I just read at the beginning of the program, could anything be more clear? You live in the midst of deception. In their deceit, they refuse to acknowledge me. (laughs) It's all so biblical. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. And yes, those are specific. Jeremiah 9, 6 is the you live in the midst of deception. It's one of the prophets. Ephesians, it's written to a specific group of people at a specific time. And... It so neatly and clearly just just lands right on the circumstance in which the voters have put us. Well, and the party and the deceptive acts of the party has put us here. But it's the Biden deception. It's arrogance plus ignorance. If you listen to the radio show uh, or if you're new to the podcast, you didn't hear this in the radio show. One of my political theories is that the worst combination you can have in a political boss is arrogance plus ignorance. We're, we're going to hear all of that today. You're going to hear the FBI chief um, refusing to explain why the FBI is digging around in the state records of concealed carry permit holders. Not just want to answer the question. You're going to hear an ATF agent 
who went knocking on doors telling people they they weren't permitted to own certain shotguns and apparently not convincing the resident that they're an ATF agent. When the local cop showed up, you're going to hear the arrogance of a federal agent. We are told you do what the cops say. How many times have we lectured that? Well, how many times does the ATF say that to people when they kick doors in at 4.30 in the morning? Or say when Lon Horiuchi murdered members of the Weaver family, ATF agent Horiuchi. Interesting stance to take. But the Biden deception is vital for people's mental health. I don't give the party enough credit to have figured this part out. But there are people who can live with great comfort that Joe Biden's just a very nice man. He's, he's just doing the very, very best he can. He's addled. And of course, he is infirm. We're on the cusp of passing the most important step we can pass to take con- help Congress to help us lower inflation. The Inflation Reduction Act. And as he's speaking, by the way, he's wearing sunglasses again. So it makes it more difficult for him to see the teleprompter outside. And he's having trouble with words again. Seven Nobel laureates in, in, in the economy, on the economists, and the economics, I should say. And we're supposed to feel okay that Nobel laureates are guiding this economy. We've seen what the Nobel laureates are doing. You'll hear today about word I'm getting from farmers that we are going to follow down the same path that the Dutch farmers have been forced down, which has caused mass suicides. And the ongoing protests are massive in Holland. And they're burning tires and they're burning hay bales in the middle of the freeways. Of course, it's not on TV here. And it's so frightening for me sometimes when we talk about the content of this program to say, I am now legitimately on a day-to-day basis saying, yes, they intend to, to disrupt the food supply. But it's not, it's not chaos because it's not incompetence because it's all going in the same direction. It's ignorance and arrogance. But what people can do with the Biden deception is they can look at this and say, oh, it is just incompetence because doesn't that make you feel better? It's just incompetence. You know, the Biden's incompetent at governing. He's very competent at grifting. You know, I know most families are focused on just putting three meals on the table, taking care of their kids and paying their bills. Helping you do that is my job. That's a president's job as well. Did, did you hear the last part? Helping you pay your bills is my job. It's, a, it's the president's job as well. That man in his mind still thinks he's vice president. And it's very consistent that he thinks that. He calls Cammy Harris the president. And he's done it time and again. There's an exclusive report. It's very, very important to the Biden deception, to understanding the importance of the deception and the deception keep rolling. The deception is, of course, that Biden's in charge of something, including his own, his, his own body, his own mind. And this exclusive report gives us an idea of the depths of sellouts in the White House. And you go back you go back to the Bible, you go back to, to, the, to God talking about deception. Whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. And you go back and back and back into the Bible looking at deception. Therefore, rid yourself of all malice and deceit, hypocrisy, envy, slander of every kind. That's Peter 2.1. And you get to this. Working for the figurehead are a bunch of people who are registered foreign agents. This comes from The Federalist that continues to be an incredibly important um, publication. Trust in Justice. Exclusive report shows Biden administration run by former registered registered foreign agents. More than a dozen high-ranking members of the Biden administration were previously registered foreign agents. So that they were registered foreign agents is of no interest to the mockingbird media who spent three and a half years saying that Donald Trump worked for Vlad Putin. Now, some of these agents have said, oh yeah, I'll work for China again. They, they, re- they refused. One of the people working on our intelligence services was asked, will you promise to never work for China again? He said, no, 
No, I'm not going to promise that. I'll work for China whenever I want to. Uh, there is good news in this because some Republicans are figuring this out. There's some Republicans who have offered legislation that would outlaw the Chinese Communist Party buying America. That's they're, they're trying to do. And they're exceed, succeeding in buying the single most strategic asset any country has, which is food and water. Because they buy the farmland. Well, that's just farmland, right? No, they get the water rights too. They own the water rights. Now, you can say, well, this is, you're, you're hyperventilating and, and you're making much of nothing. No, the Chinese Communist Party has said flat out they want to run the world. They've said flat out, we intend to be the best practitioners of total war, including chemical and biological weapons. They've said, we want the entire world to answer to us. Far records show White House Deputy Counsel Jonathan Sue's law firm paid up $30,000 a month to Merkley Republic Affairs on behalf of the government of Kazakhstan in 2018. Biden special assistant Aaron Pelton was employed with Mercury in the same year and worked on behalf of Kazakhstan and Qatar, according to public government records or to, yeah, to, to public records. In 2006, Biden's U.S. ambassador to Poland, Mark Brzezinski's public affair firm, McGuire Woods Consulting, was paid nearly $140,000 over a six month period by the Taipei Economic and Cultural Representative Office. Now, this is happening in D.C. at a pretty striking pace that politicos turn around and go to work for other, other countries. There are people in Trump land who did it. And it's something that shouldn't be done. And it's something we could outlaw. Registering someone as a foreign agent to me means, hey, you've shown that you are more than willing to, for money, do political work on behalf of countries that may or may not mean the United States well. But this is part of the Biden deception. Because at the same time as Biden is saying, um, struggling to say that it's his job to, to help us pay our bills, he turns around and says, hey, I'd like to buy me one of them, their electric Corvettes. But listen to what he says. I did. I must admit, in total disclosure, I've, I've spoken to the chairwoman about the possibility of my being able to buy one of those Corvettes that are electric vehicles, that, uh, you know, when they come out. Uh, I'm not going to be able to do it because I can't drive a vehicle while I'm vice president, while I'm president. Anymore than I could when I was vice president. There, there is a thing about people who, who get dementia that their mind starts to get locked at a point. Joe Biden's mind is locked into, I'm vice president. Although sometimes he can't remember Barack Obama's name. And I haven't been careful enough in pointing out, I'm not here to make fun of dementia. It's not a funny thing. What's a funny thing is that other people refuse to confess that they know that this man is simply not parked in the right slot. He met with, as vice president did Joe Biden, he met with two Chinese energy executives who are linked to his son. Where was the meeting held? Or these, these meetings? They're held in the White House. In the West Wing. Linked to his son, who has absolutely no experience in energy production whatsoever. Who is a, I guess, somewhat functional meth addict. And very, very, very clearly addicted to sex with prostitutes. And in all likelihood, it's extremely likely Hunter Biden's a pedophile. It's also appears, and I don't say this lightly, I don't want to provide false witness, but looking at the patterns of behavior that we know that, that people adopt having been molested themselves, Ashley Biden's diary indicates that she is not comfortable with the showers that she was caused to take with the figurehead. She said probably not appropriate. And Hunter Biden's behavior. Well, this meeting's happening in the, the West Wing with these two Chinese energy executives, but it was Donald Trump who was the foreign agent. It was Donald Trump who was of concern that Hunter Biden owes these people money and that they have on him, God knows what. The things we've seen, can you imagine the things they have? 
Two executives for Chinese energy company Wang Sang secured a meeting with VP Joe Biden in the West Wing in July 2014, according to White House visitor logs. A client of Hunter Biden's company Seneca Global Advisors partnered with Wang Sing in 2012 on a $1.25 billion natural gas plant in China. For days after the meeting, one of the execs emailed Hunter offering um, to service his $102,000 Fisker sports car and inviting the VP's son for a visit. Joe's meeting with the two Wong Sang executives is one of 15 occasions he met with businesses or businessmen closely linked to his son. Now, there is a response that was sent to the writer. Josh Boswell wrote this for the Daily Mail. And he had reached out to Hunter Biden's lawyer for a response. Now, I'm a guy who, when I'm typing on a phone, I, the fact, um, the other morning at church, just before I went in, I was trying to share my calendar with the person who's helping me schedule guests. It's, it's you wouldn't believe how time consuming it is to, to schedule guests for the show. So my friend, Alyssa has very kindly offered to do that. Wonderfully smart, brilliant, brilliant woman. And man, does she know the COVID and, and the whole vaccine thing. So I was trying to share my calendar with her. So I get it, man. I was typo, typo, typo. I'm sitting in the church parking lot, nearly cursing and realize, why am I even touching a phone on the day that I'm going to go worship God in church? So I put it down. So I get it. Everybody can make typos. And I'm not a lawyer. And this response to Josh Boswell from Hunter Biden's attorney, which Boswell published This is Christopher J. Clark with Lotham and Watkins, LLP. He writes, please quote me, Josh, you are a parasite who lives of other people's, no apostrophe, difficulties. Your parents won't mount you. Your parents won't mount you. Um, It continues, please, PLS, please include an explanation from News Corp. He puts kind of a quote around News Corp. News Corp lawyers of you exclude this comment, this from your as to why you have done so after asking, period. Me, foe, F-O, foe, my comments. Full break, please. No period. No comma. Please. Christopher J. Clark, Lotham and Watkins, LLP. The fact that that's a note from an attorney, you would think an attorney would be very careful about the words that go in writing on behalf of a client. But part of the Biden deception is that there's a question mark. There's some sort of question mark as if these people are grifting and corrupt. Part of the Biden deception is that it's debatable. Part of the Biden deception is that it's Republicans who say But a simple little litmus test called a (laughs) whataboutism reveals very starkly that by the media's own rules, by the rules of the FBI, this man is so corrupt, he cannot possibly be allowed near any form of nuclear button and shouldn't be signing legislation into or bills into law. See, whataboutisms are vitally important tools. I'll say this time and again because I am, I am constantly impressed at what the left did to prep the way for Joe Biden. They went through, and, and Alinsky, this is an Alinsky tactic through and through, accuse others of that which you are doing. So when the accusations against you come out, you can say, look at this. <laughs> now you're going to try to turn it back on me. You're the guy's... And then this, the whataboutisms. See, the whataboutisms function to say, you don't get to compare. You don't get to draw comparisons. 
Why were they so hard on that during President Trump's tenure in office? Because they knew that the whataboutisms were coming. Is there any question in anybody's mind that they'd already decided it needed to be Biden? Look what they did in the primaries. They moved heaven and earth to make sure it was the figurehead, which is why I call this a deception. And then, of course, the rigging of the election is the major deception. But the prime deception here is that it's debatable. It's not debatable. This is a deeply conflicted, deeply dangerous family because of how conflicted they are, because of the countries that own them through Hunter and through direct ownership over Joe Biden. How that can be questioned is just beyond me. So where's Mitch McConnell in all this? Where's he as Joe Biden is struggling through trying to explain his Inflation Reduction Act, which a whole bunch of Nobel laureates, the sort of people who are responsible for the inflation we have now, have approved. We'll hear from Mitchell in just a second. Oh, wow. Perfect segue. Look at that. Look at that. Bulwark Capital Management. Zach Abraham is doing one of his famous free live webinars. It's coming up Thursday, August 18th at 3 p.m. And in these webinars, you're going to get to see Zach. I think that's important to look at a guy eye to eye as he's speaking because you can map the body language. Look, if you're looking at investing and moving your retirement portfolio over to Bulwark Capital Management, I think it's a great thing you look Zach in the eye. Now, obviously, there would be an interview process. You would interview them and ask them about their their risk management strategy. You can ask Zach about, okay, so why are you so down on the 60-40 stock bond mix? And why do you think the inflationary you know, activities are going to continue? You get to ask him those questions. And there are questions involved in the free live webinar, but he'll cover off on the main topics of concern for most people, like long, long-term care or estate planning. You know, a reminder, if you live in the separate country of Washington state right now, they're robbing from you to put you into what they call a long-term care insurance plan over there. It's nothing of the sort, but they are robbing it from you. Oh, by the way, if you're 18, you're young in the separate country of Washington, they're doing the same thing to you. We have a big audience in California. Guys, they're planning the same con down there. This is a time to get into this free live webinar with Bulwark Capital Management and understand whether you're young and starting out in the workspace or as is a real, real important thing. If you're five to 10 years from retirement, you need it. You need the risk management strategy. So get into the free live webinar, listen to Zach, look him in the eye, hear the questions, he answers, submit some of your own. It's Thursday, August 18th at 3 p.m. Here's how to register. Super easy. Just go to knowyourriskradio.com. That's no, K-N-O-W, knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC registered investment advisor. Mitch McConnell is part of the Biden deception. Mitch McConnell acts like things are normal. Mitch McConnell acts like Joe Biden's all there. Mitch McConnell acts like there's some importance to bipartisanship. Mitch McConnell acts like we are not being invaded on the southern border by any stretch of the word, any application of the word, we're being invaded on the southern border. Mitch McConnell acts like it's still a very normal thing that a man, Biden, who's been boosted countless times with the mRNA injection and has swallowed those useless, disgusting Pfizer pills, which, which in fact cause rebound, he acts like it's just still the thing to do to tell people to go get injected. Mitch McConnell acts like this is an upright and decent man. And this is what happens when you live in deception. This is what happens when you live in a world of deception. You can't get out of it. Again, the prophet Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who, who can understand it? Psalm 5, verse 6, you destroy those who tell lies. The bloodthirsty and deceitful, Lord, you detest. And I'm not saying that McConnell is necessarily bloodthirsty, but I'm saying he lives in lies. 
He lives in the profession of lying. And the biggest lie is that Mitch McConnell has not called out the alarm saying, we have a, a living, breathing dream target for blackmail in the White House and his son, Biden, uh, Hunter Biden, in a home you're paying thirty dollars to $40,000 a month to secure with Secret Service agents. You are. We are. And McConnell acts like this is completely normal. Then it comes down, though, to the part of the world that Mitch McConnell loves. He loves politics. He loves what he does. He and his wife have, have, have gotten so incredibly rich doing what they do. This is Mitchell, and he's on with Brett Baer. And they talk about, and, and Baer, Baer does a, he does a clever thing here. I think this is very clever. Brett Baer apparently wants to be able to have McConnell back. I get that. I mean, Brett's show is a lot about guests. And if you, if you anger a guest, they're not going to come back. Usually. Some do. But he puts the criticism in the words of a viewer. And I'm sure that he got this message. I'm not saying that Brett Baer didn't get this message. But it's a very smart way to criticize McConnell while you don't look like you're criticizing McConnell. He asks him about the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which is a clown show. It's going to be the most inflationary thing they ever do. And that's why the Nobel laureates are behind it. He asks him about that in this way. I asked uh, people to, to tweet in if they had questions. And Joe tweeted, uh, how did Senator McConnell get played on the reconciliation bill? Well, did you have a deal that the passage of the CHIPS bill would not lead to a bill that this was kind of sprung on you? you no, know, reconciliation is something done by one party only. There's nothing we could have done to prevent the Democrats from doing a bill that only they will vote for. So it's not a question of being played here. What, what's the storyline here is that Senator Manchin had agreed to something that he had said publicly and privately over the last two weeks he would never agree to. We're not involved in a reconciliation bill. There won't be a single Republican vote for it. There's nothing we could do to deter it other than to criticize it publicly. And that's what we're doing right here. And this is just such classic turtle. He's very good at being deceptive. Mitch is, he's one of the best deceivers who lives. Um, Scott Johnson at Powerline Blog breaks this all out and explains this incredibly well. Um, hey, listen, if you don't get the show sheet and you don't yet get our Substack, stack, uh, please do. Uh, and I'll tell you why is because we link to some of the most important publications um, in conservative media. We also link to the Bible verses. Every day, there's a link to the verses that sort of inform the show. If I'm doing my job correctly, it always starts at the Bible verses. If I'm lazy and God's, I'm not inviting the spirit in that day, I, I, I'm thinking of them on the spot. Today, they're right here. From Powerline, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell sat for an interview with Brett Barron's special report last night. McConnell himself posted the video below on YouTube. In it, he explains that the Schumer uh, Mansion Bummer Beyond Belief light bill um, is beyond his power to affect. It's a reconciliation package. It requires only the Democrat majority for adoption. You heard just McConnell say this. It's uh, reconciliation I'm done, done by only one party. Uh, there's nothing we could have done to prevent the Democrats uh, from doing a bill. Uh, only they will vote for it. Not, 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 not a question of getting played here. And Scott Johnson adds, re, uh, translation, Republicans are innocent bystanders. However, Scott Johnson, a lawyer, writes... Senator McConnell vowed to stop any reconciliation bill before he and 16 other Republican senators joined the Democrats to pass the chips spenderama. Remember, a good con gets away. A great con never leaves town. Scott Johnson continues, the chip spenderama was the predicate to the Schumer Mansion deal. It was to be held hostage to prevent any reconciliation bill. And he points to a tweet from Mitchell McConnell saying just that. What was the CHIPS bill? 
It gave billions and billions of your money and my money to the poor, decrepit, barely alive, living purely hand-to-mouth companies like Hewlett-Packard because they simply can't do it on their own. We have to give them money, just like we had to give Pfizer money. Got it? See, the Biden deception is the McConnell deception. It's the Pelosi deception. This is why I call it the party. When I was a little girl, I was told at the beach, if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a connection there. We're not involved in reconciliation, Bill. There won't be a single Republican vote for it. There's nothing we could do to deter it other than to criticize it publicly. And that's what we're doing right here. You live in lies, you speak lies. The FBI is digging around the concealed carry paperwork in at least one state, which would mean they're probably doing it in others. Went out to uh, dinner with new friends on, uh, what did we do that Saturday night? And man, it's so nice to connect with people and, and share vulnerabilities it really is. And I, I, this occurred to me as I was eating with them. And of course we went to my beloved pizza place, Embers. And it occurred to me whenever I go to Embers, I plan ahead to eat there. And so I'll walk in to Embers and I will be functionally zeroed out on calories, meaning, um, you know, I will burn roughly 4,000 calories a day on a workout day, 4,000 or 4,200 4, calories a day on a non-workout day. It's not very much. It's maybe a burn 3,000. So I will walk into embers needing 3,000 calories. I, I'm that far behind through exercise. And, and on Saturday, it was a spike ride. And I sat there and I said this to my, my new friends, Hey, let me give you a heads up. I'm not a glutton. I just, I I'm starving. And, and I just told them what I just told you. So I'm going to sit here and, and smack down on a, a massive Caesar salad and a pizza. And, and I'm even going to drink, um, I'm even going to drink Huckleberry lemonade, but uh, virgin, by the way, why am I doing that? You want to know why? Cause I don't want to be seen as a glutton. I need to stop that behavior. It's unhealthy. Let me ask you this question. I'm asking you an honest question. Do you ever eat in secret? Please confess that. I used to do it. <laughs> One of my favorite shows I ever did was comparing being addicted to politics. Like there's a difference between paying attention to politics and being addicted to it, to this food addiction I had, if you want to call it food, that I was addicted to McDonald's. I would eat it secretly like a drug addict. Do you have a food stash? Now, if you're a young person and you're doing this, you may have landed yourself into an eating disorder um, and you need help for that. If you're an, a, a person, an adult, and you're doing these things and you have a lot of excess fat in your body, you are spending so much time and so much energy hiding something. And number one, you are a lovely person. I don't doubt it. You don't need to hide it. We see the extra weight. We see it. And we see you through it. But that stuff is owning you. Please go to sodaweightloss.com. Please fill out the form. Please talk to these people who are healthcare providers the right way. That is treating everybody like an individual. They can help you get the unwanted fat off your body. And you too can have days of gluttony and not put weight back on. I'm 150 pounds down. I haven't put any of it back on in six or eight years. It's like almost eight years now. Please, please come aboard. It's sodaweightloss.com, S-O-T-A, weightloss.com. They're lining up the pieces um, to be able to go after guns in a very serious way. This is, this is how I view this. 
because there's just way much too much in the patterns. If you look at the separate country of Washington state, the separate country of Oregon, the separate country of California, these separate countries, these are testing grounds. They tested the lie of transgenderism in those states. They tested the, hey, can we actually um, get the ability to shoot kids up with wrong sex hormones and their parents can't do anything? Oh, look at that. We can. Hey, can we force legislation? Can we force sex ed in the schools, which is grooming kids to be sex objects? Yeah, we can. Look at how that, look, look, look what we've done. Can we fire people for not taking injections? Oh, look, we can. They're testing grounds. Can we get away with being so obvious that we intend to destroy the cities that we actually import criminals and that we actually advertise the fact that you can come here and take fentanyl and meth and heroin and it's okay when we don't care? Can we get away with that? Can, are, are people so, the people need so badly to believe their government wants their best that they'll let us get away with this? Oh, look at that. They will. Can we get away with tracking citizens wherever they go and gaining the ability to turn their car off whenever we choose? Sure, look, we'll call it per mile driven tax. It's the testing ground. They take that, they then pretend it's mainstream and they export it. In the separate country of Washington state, they're creating a honeycomb, uh, no, I'll say it a better way, a series of tripwires for gun owners. Eventually it's going to be illegal for you to have any gun because it's either not properly stored or you didn't store it at the right time. You don't have the correct amount of insurance. You didn't, in fact, or there's this. And if you can't pass your guns on when you die to your loved ones, you need the government's permission to do that. Yeah, for your kids to inherit your guns, you need the government's permission. You can't go to a shooting range in the separate country of Seattle and let your uncle use your gun. This is true. I, I, I demanded to be arrested once by the King County Sheriff when there were still sheriffs in, in, um, in, in King County, Washington. Her name was Mitzi. I demanded that she arrest me. I was speaking at a public forum and I said, Sheriff Mitzi, I'm going to tell you something right now. This past weekend, I violated I-1694, the gun bill. I'm telling you, I went to my friend's property and I let him shoot my AR-15 and I shot some of his guns. Now, I'm not going to tell you who he is. I'm not going to rat him, but I'm telling you, Mitzi, I did that and it was illegal. And I demand to be arrested. And she said, I'm not going to arrest you today. Smart. I wish she would have. Because it would have been a great time to test that bill. So when you look at the separate countries of Washington and Oregon, you've seen what? You've seen them export the sex trafficking camps. You've seen them export Antifa. You've seen them export the, um, the, the sexualization of children. You've seen them export the lies of transgenderism. You've seen them export shooting kids up with wrong sex hormones. You've seen them export um, critical race theory. That started in Seattle. I can remember eight years ago when the Seattle Public Libraries held an event called uh, The Problem with Whiteness. And I got in touch with them and said, are you actually doing this? You're saying that white people are the problem because that wasn't it. The problem with whiteness is white people and the problem with white people is they're white. Well, that's a heck of a problem. How do you solve that? Well, ah, history, let history be your guide. How do you solve a problem when one race of people is causing all the problems. There must be some way. They exported that. It's the testing ground, guys. It's the laboratory. So when I look up now to the federal government and I see that the people who run Joe Biden, like these registered foreign agents or former registered foreign agents, are demanding the ability to track you wherever you drive with per mile, per mile driven tax. Reminder, the gas tax is already per mile. When I understand that one of the reasons they want to force you into an electric car is then they control the grid. Your local gas station has no say whether you get fuel. They control it. They can turn it off whenever they want. All the new cars contain GPS tracking. All the new cars, the newest ones, contain the ability for people to turn them off. Like Elon Musk was pressured to turn off people's Teslas in Russia. And to his great credit, he said, no, I'm not going to do that. So as I'm looking at the trajectory of all this stuff and just and just watching pattern recognition and seeing them export now this tripwire effect of being able to go after gun owners. And I see Nancy Pelosi obsessing 
with getting a so-called assault weapons bill passed, I look and say, wow, look at the patterns. Aren't they interesting? Josh Hawley had the disgraced boss man of the um, very corrupt, unbelievably politicized, untrustworthy, un-American FBI. Uh, and, and you know all the reasons. Do I really need to go through them again? I guess I say that for my own well-being mentally. I speak those words. I sound like a lunatic. I sound like an utter lunatic. Our FBI is not trustworthy. No, they're not. When people demonstrate for you who they are and what they are, believe them. So I choose to believe the FBI, that the leadership is utterly beyond corrupt. Josh Hawley talked to the disgraced Chris Ray about the FBI going into Josh Hawley's state because they want to dig into the state records of concealed carry permit holders. Why are you asking for it now from the state of Missouri, from our sheriffs, when you didn't ask for it in the past? Again, I'm going to have to get more information to be able to provide you a written response to your letter. The, what, what steps would the FBI take to make sure the information remains private if you're able to obtain it from these sheriffs all across Missouri? Uh, again, I'm the same answer. I really want to be careful not to... Um, Speak when I don't have all the facts. Okay, so you're not going to answer my questions. Well, um, uh, no, I am going to answer your question. We're just well, you're not answering answer, them not now. Not here because I don't have the answer. Well, because you're under oath and because you're not prepared to answer them. I'm disappointed, frankly. I, I sent you this letter days ago. This has been on your radar screen. The attorney general of our state sent you a letter before that. Um, you've known about this. This is of significant concern. It directly affects Missouri state law. You can understand the position. You've praised your local law enforcement partners earlier today, Director. You're putting them in a terrible position in the state of Missouri. State law says they cannot turn over these personal records. The sheriffs cannot. You are asking them to. Apparently, in an unprecedented fashion, they've not been asked this before. I want to know what in the world you're doing with this. And frankly, I don't like the fact that the FBI is snooping around the concealed carry permit records of Missourians. I don't like it at all. I don't know what you want to do with it. I don't know what you're going to do with the information. But I don't like that you're putting our sheriffs in this position. And I'm disappointed that you're not ready to answer my question. I'm going to say this one more time. I love Josh Hawley. I love what he's doing here. Guys, when they walk into the room, split up the work, the first step is to establish with them, you provide oversight. Make them say it. Make them say it. What is our role? Explain what oversight means. Do you take it seriously? By the way, who are you speaking to right now? Are you answering Josh Hawley's questions? Or are you answering the questions of my constituents? Get on record that they understand who's boss here. And by the way, um, later this week, Steve Bannon gave a speech at CPAC. I think it was at CPAC, explaining the dismantling of the administrative state. There's so much work to do politically. And that's one of the big ones. Psalms 10, 7, no one who practices deceit will dwell in my house. No one who speaks falsely will stand in my presence. This is the uh, last, I'll, uh, I want to make sure because I saw someone at church this weekend, my dear friend, Jana, who bought t-shirts in, 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 in from the ToddHermershow.com. We're ending this. We're ending this generation of t-shirts. I'll make sure that these that they, we give you heads up when they're officially gone, but I'm telling you that we're going to go to some new designs. We're going to do some new fabrics. And what I'm hoping to do is establish, it's not a packing order, but it's like, uh, it's the anthropology of the show. So if we, there are people who are, who are, there are people who, who listen to this podcast who actually heard me for the first time as a fill-in on, on uh, in, in KTTH in Seattle. Do you know how unbelievably humbling that is to me? And how grateful I am for you. And you guys remember things from those days that other people do not remember. Uh, like producers' names, etc. And man, I'm, I'm so humbled by that. Um, this is the, the, the way with the t-shirts. This generation of t-shirts is going to be discontinued coming up soon. It's the, the only knee we take is to the Lord. And it is, I love the shirts, but we're going to go to new designs, new fabrics. We're going to get better at, I think, uh, having designs for women. But what I want to be able to do is when we get together for listener events, I love the idea of people walking in with the shirts from the first and the second and the third generations. And it's really, honestly, not about sucking money out of you. 
If this affects your ability to tithe at church, for God's sake, do not buy the church. Please don't do that. But if it's something you can afford, you want to help promote the show through promoting the, the word of God, or rather promote the word of God and accidentally promote the show, because it is honoring the Lord that's on the front of these shirts, the name of the show's in the back, then please get in and get these while you can. It's the ToddHermanShow.com. Just hit the store link. Multiple sizes, because everybody's different. You know what else we need to put up? We need to be very clear about the gender roles in this fact. We shouldn't, we should make people pledge to only buy for their gender. I'm kidding. Goodbye for your family. Two more things uh, as we're talking about patterns. See, the other thing in the Biden deception is that Biden, I said he's a, he's a hard working old man who's just deeply demented and he's trying super hard to really do a super good job because he's a super good guy. That's the deception. Uh, Pelosi isn't a drunk. That's a deception. Uh, Mitch McConnell acting like this is all very, very important. Mitch McConnell, oh, uh, no, no, the opportunity to stop this uh, reconciliation bill. Uh, we had to vote for that chip act. Uh, I understand that uh, Hewlett Packard's uh, uh, cash on hand at one point had dropped uh, uh, somewhere below $70 billion. Uh, that's, uh, that's just frightening that they didn't have uh, uh, $70 billion in cash on hand. Uh, what if they needed a, a, a billion uh, to, to bail themselves out of jail? It's, it's, that's the deception. Then there is the arrogance. Remember we talked at the beginning of the show, arrogance plus ignorance? That is Joe Biden. He's still arrogant. He's a deeply ignorant man. And part of that is his is, uh, dementia. Um, McConnell's not, he's not ignorant. He's ignorant of what he's doing to people, but he's not an ignorant man. He's just arrogant. This is incredible arrogance, but it speaks right back up to the top. Leaders create culture. You're about to confront the culture of the ATF. Let me ask you a question. You get pulled over by a cop. This happened to me. Well, I'll ask you the question. If you get pulled over by a cop and you're speeding and the cop comes to you and says, Hey, keep your hands in the steering wheel at 10 and two. Okay. Are you going to say, screw you. Put my hands where I want to. Are you going to say, what's your problem? You want some? You want to step to me? You might be in a bad mood and you might say something like, yeah, whatever. You might say something like, oh, no real criminals to catch, huh? But you're keeping your hands there, aren't you? I got pulled over by the first time I had a, a negative interaction with an Idaho cop. He was a sheriff. And I figured out later, he had me confused with someone else. He really did. Because I was speeding, no doubt. It was uh, a 35 and I was going like 42. And I saw him coming and I thought, oh, I'll be getting pulled over. You know that feeling, oh, this guy's going to, he's going to pull me over. And I was drinking a, um, a monster sugar-free energy drink. And I thought, oh, this looks really good. <laughs> Here I am swigging a drink and going 42. And it happens, it's in an industrial zone. There's, I'm not going to hit any kids. I'm not going to hit anybody. But he pulled me over and he was hot. He was hot. And I had my, my arm brace on prior to my surgery. So he, he pulls over and he said, you should have pulled over earlier. You should have pulled over earlier. I said, I'm sorry, officer. It makes me so nervous to be in the side of that road. I see people hit there. I, I thought it was better to pull into the parking lot. Next time, pull over when I tell you. I'm sorry, officer. I just thought this was more safe. And his license and registration. Proof of insurance. And he's, and he's standing back with like turns in a way that he's expecting to have to pull his gun. And I said to him, officer, I think I called him sheriff. I think a sheriff or no deputy, it's a deputy. Deputy, my left hand is in a brace because I'm about to have surgery. So if I'm reaching in an awkward way, I don't want to freak you out. He goes, hey, bud, you're not freaking me out at all. I'm not freaked out. I'm sorry, bad use of words. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my paperwork now. I'm going to reach into the glove compartment. May I do that? Yep. And I reached over and I got it. And I gave it to him. And he was, I don't know, having a bad day. Or maybe that's just who he is. Uh, he lectured me a bit. And then he said this. He goes, you know what? You're lucky that I'm not writing you for something more because you were going 62 going down pole line. And I, and I thought, you know what? 
he's having a bad day. I'm not going to argue with him. And I realized he had me confused with someone else. I was nowhere near pole line and I never went 62. So probably he was thinking of some other guy in a similar truck. But I did what I was told. This is an ATF agent. He's been knocking on doors and he went to a certain door and said to a citizen, hey, I'm here to ask you some questions about a shotgun you're not permitted to have. The citizen called 911 and said that there was someone at his door trying to take his guns and apparently said that he felt that this ATF agent was um, impersonating a cop. I'm a federal agent. 917 one, I'm a federal agent. Get on the ground. I'm a federal agent. Why wouldn't you show me your ID when I got here? Don't move forward, okay. Lord. You didn't ask for it. Get on the ground. We'll figure it out. Not getting on the ground. Well, then stay where you're at. I'll stay where I'm at. Fine. Why do you got to make this harder than it is? Listen, I'm not getting on the ground. I have no, I have no problem making this. Yes, one, two, three, You're the overreacting. I'm not overreacting. We got a call that someone's impersonating a police officer out here and doesn't no, have ID. No kidding, because she doesn't want to open it. Okay, get on the ground so I can find out who you are. It ain't happening. Okay, fine. Another cop is fine. arriving. There's another do you find cop I think I'm a police up. officer or something? What the heck's the matter with you? Who do you think you are? Chopper, get on the ground. I'm not getting on the ground. Chopper, thanks. I'm not getting on the ground. I'm pulling up. I got my ID. Do not reach for your waist. Keep your hands up. Dude, why would I have an Oleg shit? Get your hands up. Get on the ground! Face down now! Now! Face down! You guys are making a big mistake. You are the one making a mistake! Face down now! All the way down! All the way! All the way! You got my IDs right here, left pocket. Left pocket. And we're gonna put your arm on your back. Wait a sec. Do not resist. I'm not resisting. You're acting like a no, moron. Wait a second. Oh. Wait a second. Wait a second. No, don't do this. Wait a second. I got a medical condition. Get my license out of my pocket. Please. We're getting you secured for us. Please, please, wait. Don't go. Hold on. Hold on. I'm hyperventilating. I don't. Sir, I'm, wait, I'm, I'm not. Stop resisting. Would you now. please get my ID out of my left pocket? Stop I'm resisting. You. My, my wife's right. Please. She's right here. Resist. Please get it. I got one cuff on. Sir, get your Hold me up. Just hold me up. Sir. Sir. Stop resisting now. Please help me. Sir, please. Yo, get, my, get your taser out. My taser. My federal get your taser out. Get your taser out. No, don't do that, please. Sir. Don't make me tase you. Get put your right arm behind your back. Put your right arm behind your back. Don't be up. No, you're going to stay on the ground and put your right arm behind your back. Let me breathe. Let me breathe. You can I'm breathe. Gonna. It's fine. I'm going to. Ow, ow, don't do that. Okay. Sure. Culture comes from the top. The deception of, of the Biden deception is that this is not through and through. And look, I know FBI agents retired. I know them to be good and decent people who will listen to that and say, what are you doing? The arrogance is those cops are called because they think you're impersonating a cop. They think you're a danger. You guys are both in law enforcement. I'm a federal agent. I don't care. I'm going home tonight to my kids. If you're a federal agent, get on the ground, comply. We'll figure this out real quick. We'll secure your hands. We'll look at your ID and go, wow, sorry. I hope you understand. You know, we have to have protocol. We, none of us want to get shot. Really sorry, officer. I'm, I apologize. And by the way, I'm Mark and this is Dave. And But no, I'm a federal agent. And again, to compare what the ATF does to people, and this is this guy's attitude when he's arrested, uh, it's pretty remarkable that part of the Biden deception is that this isn't through and through. The biggest part of the Biden deception, the arrogance and the ignorance, is that we are not under attack. <laughs> we are so under attack. From the southern border, some of the people who are monitoring what is being brought to our country, which is flooding our borders. And the Christian response to the flooding of the borders is, we love you, we feed you, we accept you, 
please leave, follow our laws. Don't break our laws. You have responsibilities too. You, yes, we will treat you well. You also need to leave. You broke our laws. This is a group that monitors illegal traffic at the U.S. border. And they come across a whole series of IDs from a whole series of places in, from people. But then they come across a booklet from the United Nations. Years, in many cases, we've got Brazil as well, Brazilian passports. We've got more documentation of families from Chile whose children were born in Chile, lived there uh, before they came over here. And then down here, we've got more Uruguay. And then we've got all of these as well, Costa Rica. Um, and many parts of Africa as well, Angola, Ghana. But the worst thing we found so far is this document here. This is a pamphlet, a how-to guide on how to travel through Mexico as a refugee, as a migrant. It's put out by the UN, UNHCR, and it basically walks them through step-by-step Mexico and your destination, your destination in Mexico, your trip, security, and it walks them through bullet points on how to get across the country. This is to get them to the U.S. border, to get them to cross into the United States illegally. And this is being put out by the United Nations. Leftists, globalists within the United Nations being uh, aided by International Rescue Committee, uh, it's all connected. They claim to be compassionate, but they are causing what you see around us here. They're inviting more of this, along with the Democrats and the fake news media that is down here worrying about Border Patrol on horseback rather than the children that are being assaulted and the, the, the women that are being raped and the people that are being murdered along the way. There's a link in the show notes to the revised national statement of the United States of America on the adoption of the global compact for safe and orderly, uh, safe, orderly and regular migration that was instituted December 17, 2021. The Biden deception is part arrogance and part ignorance, and it is all 100% biblical. You live in deception, you're going to have deceit. You accept deception, you're going to accept it and live in it. That's the, 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 what you're choosing. And our role is, as I study this and I think about it more and more and more, it is to teach our kids from the very beginning about the deceiver, about the thief and the liar, to teach our kids that there are forces who will attempt to deceive and to give our kids then the ability to smell the lies. Because you know what I think really helps us smell the lies? I really think the Holy Spirit helps us smell the lies. I once asked a friend of mine, did you ever meet a Satanist? Because I told a story about, and you've heard it, so I won't tell it again, about meeting a woman who was promoting the so-called Satanic Bible and how frightening that was. And so I asked my friend, have you ever met a Satanist? She goes, oh yeah. And I said, oh, did you talk, talk to this person? She said, no, I didn't talk to her. I said, how'd you know she was a Satanist? She goes, oh, we both knew. Really? She goes, yep. Yep, we looked eye to eye. We both knew. You know that book by Gavin DeBecker, I like to talk about the gift of fear. When you're confronted with constant lies, the gift of fear is muted because you're told to be polite. Biden's just a good old man, just doing what he can. Our public health authorities, well, you know what? They just tried the best they could. They meant well. And yet in your gut, something's not right. We need to give our kids something more than the gut. We need to give our kids the tools to go into the word of God, to pray, to know what deception looks like, but also to know what truth telling looks like and what safety looks like from a biblical perspective. And that is perhaps the greatest gift we can give our kids because it takes the gut, which of course God gave us and combines that with the spirit, which God offers us. And once we accept that, I think we can see the lies. I think we can sense the liars. And that to me, my thesis on all of this deception is if you track it back, 
the closer people are to a biblical worldview and is living as followers of Christ, the less likely they've been to fall for all of this deception. Which brings me back to what we talked about earlier, the honesty challenge. Will you join me in this? When you know there's someone in your life who's safe, discipled person, will you please make a habit of sharing your struggles with them? Not to be an emotional leech, far from it, but so that they'll feel safe sharing with you because Satan loves to operate in the darkness. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and let's be honest with one another. Honest in the spirit of the, of the entity who invented honesty, the Lord.